President Cyril Ramaphosa will study the High Court judgment that the state is not liable to pay the former President Jacob Zuma's legal fees in personal criminal matters. The High Court in Pretoria has ruled against the former President Jacob Zuma in his legal fees case. Led by the Deputy Judge Aubrey Ladoaba, the full bench of the High Court ruled that Zuma is not entitled to state funding in his legal battles. The Democratic Alliance filed uh, papers in March this year asking the High Court to set aside a 2006 agreement about the legal costs Zuma incurred for his criminal protection or prosecution, rather, that the presidency signed. Now, for more on this, we join on the line by political analyst uh, Dr. Setlularo uh, Matabesi. Uh, Dr. Matabesi, are you there on the line? Hi, good morning, Elvis, and good morning to your wonderful listeners. Wonderful. I, 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 I heard something on the line that says either you were not there or you're there, and so on. So I, I got you finally. <laughs> Doctor, first and foremost, what does this court ruling that the former president, uh, Jacob Zuma, should now pay his personal legal fees mean for him and for the unity within the African National Congress? Indeed, it is a victory for South Africans. Uh, I think that is the first point. But secondly, also, we, we should also look at this court case that the pressure came from opposition parties and not from the ruling party. And I think that, for me, it, it, it's a huge, huge, huge setback. Where, I mean, why would you want to spend money of taxpayers on somebody who has been implicated, not on one case, but many, many, many serious allegations of corruption. And if you've got such a situation, why would the taxpayers have to build that? I, I, I think it is a, a standard practice throughout the world where governments will, uh, you know, pay uh, the legal fees of public servants uh, if they've uh, committed any error during the course of their duties. But I, I think with the Jacob Zuma uh, case, the ANC should have taken a proactive stance way, way, way before. Will it have any influence uh, about the unity within the African National Congress or not in relation to he should pay his own legal fees? Yes, definitely. Uh, I mean, we, we know that we've got three ANCs. You've got an ANC which is united come uh, come during the elections, and then you've got an ANC which goes back to their different factions. So definitely the Jacob Zuma supporters will feel aggrieved if the party is not going to support. Well, we've already heard from the media that the ANC will at least try to support the, uh, the, the former president. So at least that is a huge relief. But how is they, they going to do that? Uh, I, I still believe that uh, that will still uh, have a huge impact on the internal dynamics within the African National mm. Congress. So, so do you think that he's in talks right now, that is the former president with the leadership of the African National Congress, and, and then maybe that could explain why uh, the movement is willing to raise funds for his legal fees? Yes, uh, uh, some positive signs. If you've asked me the question a couple of months ago, I would have perhaps predicted otherwise. But one thing that president, the former president has been doing quite well, I mean, he came out in public, uh, you know, trying to persuade people not to leave the African National Congress. And I think that was a, a telling moment for president, the former president, Jacob Zuma, perhaps just convincing people that he is still uh, uh, believing in the ANC and that may also have uh, garnered him some uh, supporters within the African National Congress. Now, it's a lot of money to be paid, uh, so some suggest it's between 15 and 32 million rand. Uh, do you think that the, the, he can, re- does he have that money personally, or do you think that the, the, the support from the African National Congress will assist him to, to pay that off? 
Yeah, a very difficult question to respond to. Uh, I mean, to, to now understand the personal finances of the president, but based on what we had to do uh, through our serious allegations of corruption, surely the former president has friends in high places who will be able to foot that bill quite easily. I mean, he can even pay that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but he has been very strategic in how he sources this kind of finding. I mean, the, 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 a telling example is when he went to Vivius, uh, the VBS Mutual Bank, he could have gone anywhere else. And, and I strongly believe that the president will be able to fit that bill, but he will be very cautious as to who does he approach to, uh, or actually the sources should not be revealed. And I think that's going to be a very frustrating situation for the former president. Let's move on to other stories uh, and uh, political stories also making the headlines. Seven mayors in Limpopo have been fired. Uh, they were linked to the VBS uh, uh, corruption case. How do you see uh, this perhaps uh, contribute and, and perhaps influence the ANC politics in that particular province? I have always said the ANC as an organization, we can never find fault with the organization. But we have seen people who have inf- uh, uh, infiltrated the, the African National Congress. Strange behaviors. You know, you, we're talking about premiers and all that. And in a situation where you've got weak governance systems, then surely you're definitely going to see uh, uh, actions uh, taken, uh, I mean, uh, the actions taken by these mayors, but definitely not only in that province. We are talking about seven mayors and a couple of months before the elections. And these are people, because if you look at the South African politics, people are not following their leaders based on ideologies. It's all about uh, certain individual leaders. What do they, uh, what will they offer them? And unfortunately, in, in in Limpopo, what is going to happen there? It all depends how the African National Congress at national level is going to respond to this issue, because it will have defi- it will definitely have huge impact uh, come uh, uh, the, uh, the elections of 2019. But if they put and go back to these mayors to say, but we had to take this action in the interest of South Africa and not in the interest of the party, I strongly believe that perhaps uh, these mayors will still go out and campaign for the African National Congress. But if they are going to take a back seat. Uh, some of their supporters may also just uh, decide not to go out and exercise their democratic right to vote for the ANC. I don't think that will have a huge a significant impact on, on Limpopo. But as, uh, if you look at what has uh, been happening within the ANC nationwide, you will not want uh, to have such a situation where you've got seven senior officials not uh, campaigning for the African National vote. ANC provincial structure set this week to finalize the list of members that will represent the party in the national and provincial legislatures after the general elections. Uh, but we also saw delegates uh, physically fighting each other to get their preferred names of the provincial ANC list. Um, is this likely to continue and, and we'll, we'll be experiencing more such of these uh, interruptions uh, at these uh, uh, provincial uh, conferences and or, or the list conferences? Uh, remember what uh, the, the Secretary General said. He said, well, five years is not a long time. And while the Cyril Ramaphosa camp is focusing on strengthening the country, strengthening governance issues, what the, 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 the Jacob Zuma camp is doing, including uh, the Secretary General, including the former Premier of Northwest and others allied to uh, President Jacob Zuma, they are focusing on strengthening their base in the provinces. Because at the end of the day, 
Uh, it is the provinces that will decide come uh, the next five years when we have the, the next ANC uh, uh, in elections. And that is going to be a very decisive moment. And I, and I strongly believe that this is what is happening uh, currently, why you see all these fights. And this is definitely going uh, to continue because once you've won uh, the list, uh, uh, you know, in terms of dominance in the list, that already uh, put you ahead of your, your rival within the African National Congress. And then lastly, uh, Doctor, um, your thoughts on Slaudi Mutsaneng, uh, uh, who introduced his political party to all of us on Thursday? Presley uh, and the, 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 the listeners there, I'm a sociologist, uh, but and, and I don't have any background in psychology, <laughs> but this is definitely a very shocking decision. And, 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 and with all due respect to uh, my fellow free state, this is a clear indication of the forward lines of entitlement. Somebody who has tasted power, and this is something, actually, through all the issues that you've raised here today, this is a fine line through all these topics. People who have tasted power and strongly believe that now they are entitled. I predict that Saudi's party will not amass more than uh, uh, 200 voters. Unless, unless something is going to happen, which I am not aware of. But, but this is really a shocking decision by somebody who I strongly believe that should have known better. Mm-hmm. Doctor, I thank you so much for your thoughts this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Elvis. That's political analyst Dr. Satularo Matabesi chatting to us.